All right. I think you're going to be so proud of me. <laughs> Here's why. So I just spent the last like three hours recording all of these episodes for you. So I batch recorded like four episodes this month for you so that you could come back here every week with some fresh fire to keep you going after your goals. You know, like honestly, my goal this year, because of everything that has happened with the pandemic and, you know, all the different things that I've heard from you guys about the different struggles that you have and the challenges that you're facing and the obstacles that you're going through and all of that stuff. I was like, I committed in my heart to like actually turn this podcast into a resource, a free resource center for you with quality, actionable things that you could do to move your life forward. Because I understand not everybody listening to this is going to become a client. Not everybody listening to this is going to enroll in the different offers that I have, whether it's a workshop for $97 or, you know, a coaching session with me or a, a group coaching offer or even a 12 month coaching opportunity or anything like that. Like I understand that everybody is at different places in their journey and that is okay. And so in order to help you, I, I just wanted to put together a bunch of free tools and resources and episodes and things that you could use to actually get your life going. And so first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back every week. Thank you for allowing me to be a voice of guidance for you. Thank you for trusting me to share my experience and my life and you know, the different things that I've come to understand through this podcast, like really and truly, this would not be what it is without you subscribing, listening, sharing, and giving me the feedback that you've given me to grow this thing into what it is. And then secondly, I just want to like have a dance party with y'all because we did it like this month. I batch created all of these episodes for you and now it's done. So Keep the feedback coming. Let me know what you want to learn. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you're um, struggling with and, and what you need help with so that I can create more content that actually helps you. I'm not just out here just to say, oh, I have a podcast and I'm so cool and build my own kingdom. No, I actually truly genuinely deeply from my heart want to see you win because I know that you were made to do great things. I know that you were made to be extraordinary. I know that God designed you with specific assignments, specific, a specific vision, a specific purpose and calling. And so I want to see you enter into the fullness of that dream. Okay. And I know that's a little deep, but we go deep here, right? If you go back over the last couple of conversations we've been having, they've all been like, pretty, pretty dope truth, truth bomb stuff, right? <laughs> so today is going to be no different. All right. We're talking about the best way to, well, this is a, actually a, a, a pretty famous or popular quote. And it says the best way to predict the future is to create it. And so in this episode, I'm going to show you how to create your future starting now. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, 
and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hey guys, so before we jump into today's episode, I have a big announcement that I think you're really going to love. Are you ready? All right, here we go. So the doors to 90 Days One Goal will be opening for the first time later this year. And this is my signature on-demand online training that only opens up about once every quarter. And so if you want to be notified when the doors actually open, then all you got to do is jump on the waitlist by heading over to TeresaForever.com backslash waitlist. So in this program, you're going to learn how to stay committed to your goals, even when life throws you curveballs, what to do when you fall off course so you can maintain your momentum how to structure your day for improved productivity so that you can overcome procrastination. I'm also going to walk you through how you can overcome fear, self-sabotage, and all the emotions that prevent you from being consistent or staying motivated long enough to see progress happen in your life and your business. I'm going to teach you why trailblazers are able to carve their own path in the world without following the status quo. I'm going to help you to find true alignment and fulfillment in your life by understanding your unique purpose. I'm going to help you to manage your time. I'm going to show you how to take care of yourself while working towards your goals so that you don't end up burning out and overworked. I'm going to walk you through how to manage your responsibilities while juggling your different priorities and trying to build your dream. I'm going to teach you principle-based goal-setting strategies that overcome all of the fluff and nonsense that you've heard over the years about what is required in order for you to achieve your goals. I'm going to show you how to minimize distractions and stay focused so that you can actually begin to see real tangible progress in your life. I'm going to teach you how to create annual goals that are actually attainable and realistic to where you are in your life today. I'm going to show you how to block out the noise in your life that prevents you from growing and getting to your next level. 
I'm also going to walk you through how to use your mind in order to help you to achieve your goals instead of just allowing it to beat you up every day with reminders of how unworthy you are, how not ready you are, how much you are in need of training and, you know, all the different lies that we believe because we don't actually know how to train our brain to work with us to succeed. And so you're going to walk away from 90 Days One Goal with a complete and total goal achievement system to take your life to the next level. And like all of my online programs, you have full lifetime access. So this means that you can rinse and repeat the process for all the goals that you have, big and small. And you will also have access to future updates and, and changes and different things that we add to the program without any additional cost to you. So head over to www.theresaforever.com backslash waitlist to be the first person notified when the doors finally open later this year and while you're on the list i'm gonna send you some really cool tips and things that you can do in the meantime to get ready for your next level the transformation the growth the success that's all to come this year for you all right so let's jump back into today's episode so when i first started preparing this episode i wrote the outline And I had all of these really great ideas and everything flowed and made sense and all of that. And then I reviewed it and I thought about the the order that I had put everything in. And I realized that some of the most important things were at the bottom of the list. Right. And I was like, yo, T, why? Why? Why did you put these things at the bottom? Like things that, you know, are the most important stuff when it comes to creating your dream life and achieving goals and all that stuff. But you put it at the bottom. And I was like, I don't know. But I think subconsciously, honestly, there was a part of me that just automatically thought like, we know all the things to do and the right order to put them in. But what actually ends up happening is the things that we know we shouldn't do or that are not the most healthy, we end up doing those things and allowing those things to be the priority. And then the other things that are good And that aren't urgent, right? They don't, they don't like need our attention now. And so we procrastinate on them. We put them on the back burner. And so in this list, I decided to be intentional about the order. And so I purposefully put these things where they are so that we could break them down in order of importance when it comes to creating the future that you want. So here we go. The first and most important step in creating your dream life is to make sure that you include rest. And I'm going to break down exactly what that means, because I know when I say rest, a lot of different things can come to mind. You could think of yoga or meditating or praying or, you know, spending time with friends and family or going to the spa or having some me time, just laying down in the bed. Like there's so many different things that you can think of. And so I'm going to break that down. So when I say rest. The reason why it's the first thing on the list is because without rest, you won't have good health. And without good health, you don't have the strength, energy, or or stamina to make anything else happen, right? And so we often look at health as something that is very, very important. We know that it's vital to our success. We know that it's it's the foundation. It's the house that makes everything that brings everything else to life but we still treat it in our day-to-day life as if it's something that can be postponed something that 
can be uh, replaced. But the truth is that health isn't, we can't replace good health, right? We can do our best to maintain the health that we have. But for example, if we end up losing a toe, we can't replace the toe. The toe's gone, right? Same thing with, with our bones. If we end up missing a bone, we can't replace the bone, right? And so it's better. The smarter thing to do is to maintain the quality of health that we have or do our best to improve it. But we don't want to lose it. So how do we actually do this? What does this look like in our day-to-day life, right? So honestly, rest is whatever you want it to be. It could be reading a book. It could be chilling, watching a movie with your spouse. It could be playing at the park with your kids. Whatever rest looks like for you in this season, let it be. Yes and amen. Let, let it be what it is. So for me, rest looks like having deep, meaningful relationships, having deep heart-to-heart conversations, you know, letting people into my heart to see what's actually going on, how I'm feeling, where I'm at in my life, in my business, in my, in my own heart, spending time with myself, taking time to journal and to process my thoughts and to feel what I feel and to cry and to laugh and to, you know, all the emotions, just allowing myself to be myself. Right. That's another way that I rest, because honestly, in everything that I do, I'm often pouring out. I'm often giving. Right. And that's OK, because this is what I was created to do. I enjoy this. I, I thrive with this lifestyle. I thrive with the demands that I have on my life. You know, being a mom, being a coach, being a businesswoman, running a team, all these different things. I thrive in all of this. I love it. Right. And sometimes I find that I just need time just to be with myself instead of helping somebody else, coaching somebody else, loving on somebody else, pouring into somebody else. I just want to sit with myself and pour into me. I just want to give myself a foot massage. I just want to give myself a mental break. I just want to give myself the, the extra love and support that I need. And it's not because I'm burning out or because I'm breaking down, but it's just because that's what I deserve. And that's a part of the reason why every weekend I say deuces and I'm off of social media, not because I'm tired of it or because I'm running away or I need a break from it or anything like that. No, it's just, it's my way of treating myself instead of working all weekend, I'm giving myself time to just, just be me just to be present in my everyday life. Not to say that social media takes me away from that because honestly, I'm, I'm barely on it. Like after watching that documentary on, on Netflix, I forget what it's called, but I posted about it on, on um, my feed on social media, on, on Instagram. Um, after watching that documentary, I'll put it in the show notes, by the way, because I can't remember the name right now. But after watching that documentary, I think it's called The Social Experiment. I was like, yo, bro, nothing is stealing my time. Nothing is going to come and like capture my mind in that way. Nothing is going to come seduce me to come and spend hours on their app. Like not YouTube, not Instagram, not Facebook, nothing. Not even my own phone is going to seduce me. And so after watching that, I literally turned off all of the notifications on my phone. I don't get texts. I don't get WhatsApps. I don't get emails, nothing. The only thing that I get like directly any the only notifications I get directly sent to my phone 
are the Slack messages from my team because we're constantly communicating. I, I, I'm not going to silence them, right? So they're the only people that like can get me any time of the day. And it's not to say that I respond right away, but I see the messages when I open my phone. And also if you call me, if, if anybody calls my phone, I will see the call coming through, right? I'll see the missed call, all that kind of stuff. But for text messages and everything else, I don't see any of that. And it's really helped me to not be so mentally cluttered, right? I'm not, I'm not like thinking about, oh, I got to respond to this person and that person. And, oh, this person said this thing. I wonder why they said that. And no, when, I, when I'm working throughout my day, I'm fully engaged in what I'm doing. When I'm spending time with my kids, I'm fully present for them, right? I can put my phone down, leave it on the charger, leave it anywhere I want, and life goes on. And another thing that really helps me to rest is my time with God. So in the morning, I try to sit down, do my Devo, read the Bible, you know, pray and ask the Holy Spirit for understanding, all that kind of stuff. And then I move into like whatever I feel I need. So on some days, that means like just sitting down, chilling, doing nothing, thinking about nothing and like allowing myself to rest. And when I say thinking about nothing, that's like pretty much impossible because my brain is always thinking about something, right? Thinking about less than what I would normally think about, okay? <laughs> and that's my way of resting. On And on other days, my resting is me doing my nails and giving myself a foot. Um, I have this foot spa thing that gives me massages and stuff. So me sitting down doing that and allowing myself to be pampered, right? All of it is necessary. All of it is a part of resting. And so for you, what are some things that you do right now that allow for you to rest? Maybe it's going to the grocery store. Maybe it's walking outside. Maybe it's, you know, talking to your spouse or just laying down in bed watching a movie. You know, whatever it is. Do more of that because that's what's going to inspire you and give you the strength that you need to follow through on these big goals that you have. Another thing that I do is I've taught myself and I firmly believe in this and I teach my clients this too in 90 Days One Goal. I've taught myself to create success from the inside out. So it's not about hearing the approval of others and having people come by and say, wow, this is amazing. What you've created is so phenomenal. Good for you. Like, no, none of that stuff matters when it comes to determining my worth, my value, whether I'm on the right track or not. None of that stuff serves as confirmation. For me, how I know that I'm in my lane and I'm doing what I'm created to do is based on whether or not I'm actually living the purpose that God made me to live. Am I actually delivering the message God gave me to deliver, right? It's not about what this person thinks or what that person says or how this person feels. None of, all of that is irrelevant because none of them know who I truly am. And when I talk about like who I truly am, I mean like even for you too, nobody knows what you're called to. Nobody knows what you're truly designed to do. Nobody knows what you're capable of. And so for somebody to come and say, hmm, I think you should have done things differently or I think you should have don't release a book. Instead, go create an album because you're a great singer. But nobody knows the the deep vision that God put on your heart. Nobody knows the gifts and the capabilities that God put in you. 
And so if nobody truly knows it outside of God and you, because he's given you the vision, then how could they come alongside you and tell you whether you're on track or you're off track, right? So that's why I share this whole idea of creating success from the inside out, because only we know the vision that God put on our heart, right? There's, there's a verse in Jeremiah where it says, God knew the plans for us before he even formed us in our mother's womb, right? God knew us before we were even conceived and he had a plan for us at that time. And so that if that plan is only revealed to us through God and he gives it to us in like chunks, right? He doesn't give us the whole thing at once all the time. Sometimes we just get little peeps and glimpses. So if if that is the case, if the vision that we're pursuing is actually aligned with his will for us, then how could somebody come and say, you're not qualified to do this thing? Or, you know, maybe you should do something else because I see that you would be better suited somewhere else. They're not qualified to give us guidance in that area, right? So that's how I look at this whole thing. When we build our life from the vision that that is already in us, when we have the picture inside of our mind, we know we, what we want this thing to look like. We know where we want our clothing business to end up. We know where we want our life to end up. We know, you know, the mission that God has us on. Then every other voice, whether it's good or bad, all of it is just noise. All of it. Even people coming and saying, oh, wow, you're so wonderful. It's just noise because they're basing that on their opinion. How, how do they know that you're wonderful? You see what I'm saying? And that's why I don't let anything that anybody says move me. It's not going to sway me. It's not, it doesn't convince me that I'm on path or that I'm off path. What, what convinces me is when God says, yeah, I want you to work on this in this season. No, I don't want you to be there in this season. Like no matter how anybody feels about the decisions that I make, as long as I know that I'm in alignment with God, and with myself, that's all that matters. That's really all that matters. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things. You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head yes and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you got to join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months. All right. So if you want access to this mini course, all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. And I will meet you there. That's really all that matters. So some ways that I stay in alignment is by one, working on my mindset because that is important. And again, I want to be very, very clear when it comes to mindset. Positive thinking is not everything. 
So it's not just about thinking positively and hoping for the best and, and building your life on a hope and a prayer because that does not work. It's it's believing, it's having the positive mindset, it's it's doing the affirmations and all that stuff and also doing the work, both and, not one or the other. It's both and. We need both because if we try to do all the work and hustle and grind and, and do it, we're just we're, we're torturing ourselves because inside we have a, a battle. We're wrestling our own thoughts. We're wrestling ourselves. Right. And that slows down the process. We might be pressing and forcing and, you know, making it happen regardless. But we are on the inside. We're not in alignment. And that causes us to feel discontent. And we know that there's a better way to do it. But if we're not actively trying to align ourselves with that way, then we're going to continue to wrestle against ourselves, and that's not beneficial at all. And then on the, on the flip side of this, if all we do is affirmations and positive thinking and positive vibes and all that stuff, then we won't ever get the result. If all we're doing is praying and fasting and waiting on God to answer and to do the work, then we're not going to get the result because God is not going to come down and do what we are capable of doing, what we are responsible for doing, right? So we got to be careful with all of that stuff, okay? Another thing that I do to, to help me to create success from the inside out is I keep my emotions under control. So emotions are a beautiful thing. I know sometimes when we hear about emotions, they're like demonized and we think, oh man, I gotta, I don't want my emotions to control me. And so I'm gonna, you know, um, cut off my emotions and not feel what I feel, Right. And that is horrible. You don't want to cut off your emotions because emotions are there on purpose. God made us with emotions, right? If he didn't want us to use our emotions, then he wouldn't have given us emotions. So emotions are, are necessary. They're a part of who we are. It's a part of how we communicate. It's a part of how we live, right? We can, we can build deep, meaningful relationships with each other because of the emotions that we have. So it's definitely a blessing, but it's just learning how to use them in that way and not allowing our emotions to make our decisions, right? I can tell you from experience, I've made plenty of decisions when I was upset, when I was sad, when I was happy, all kind of emotions. And it didn't always turn out in my favor. It didn't always, it didn't always end well, right? Even now, I still got to keep my emotions in check because it's like, it's so easy for me to say, yo, I am done. And I'm the kind of person when I say I'm done with something, I am done. Like there's no going back. Right. And so there have been times in relationships with people that I genuinely deeply care about when I have told myself in my mind, I am done with this relationship. It is not worth my time, not because they did something to hurt my feelings, but just because I felt I wasn't getting the same love in return, the same passion or commitment or, you know, when you're the one always texting, always calling always reaching out and it just gets to a point where you're like yo I'm the one always putting in the effort so this is not this it's not a two-way relationship there's no benefit in this for me that's the kind of relationship I'm talking about so there wasn't any hurt it wasn't like they they dissed me or they did anything to like you know cause damage in the relationship but I was just tired of being the one to put in all the effort and this has happened many times I'm not thinking of anybody specifically but it's happened many times over the years. And I've said in my heart, yo, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And then I find that 
when I do that, I'm making the decision based on my emotions. And I know that that is never going to end well. That is not a healthy thing to do. And so I continue to practice telling myself, okay, T, I understand that you feel this way, (laughs) right? I write in my journal, girl, I know, I know what you're feeling. Trust me, I get it. But we're not going to make a decision right now, (laughs) right? Because you're in your feelings. And so I give myself time, I process it and all of that. And then when I come to my senses, I'm like, yo, but you, you actually care about this person. So it's okay. Right. And also like, not just it's okay, but what kind of story am I creating around what's happening that's causing me to think that I'm putting in more effort than this person? Because what if in this person's eyes, they think that they're putting in a lot of effort because I don't know what effort looks like to them. For me, effort is reaching out, calling, texting, checking in, having those deep, meaningful heart to heart conversations. But to them, effort might look like responding to the text within a timely manner. For them, it might look like sending random text messages and just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. That could be their way of putting an effort, you know. So I've learned to not create assumptions and stories from my feelings and from my own ideas of of what I think they should do and how they should do it and all that kind of stuff. And, oh, this is this is what I expect of you. And so you got to perform that way for me. No, when I get out of my feelings, I'm able to see things more objectively and make clear, sober decisions, not decisions that are drunken by my emotions. And so that's when emotions can get dangerous, when we begin to make decisions based on how we feel but if we learn how to actually process our emotions feel what we feel go through it all and then come out on the other side we'll be fine and so when we talk about creating our future we can't talk about this without mentioning that performance is a key factor in all of this and so a way that I manage my performance is by first understanding what my key performance indicators are. So this is what we call the KPIs, right? It's a very very popular term. So my KPIs are the things that I can't delegate, I can't dismiss, but I actually have to do it myself, right? These are things like recording the podcast, writing the outlines for, you know, my online programs and the workshops and the emails and all that stuff. Like I cannot delegate those tasks. I have to actually do them. So I write out all of my KPIs for the quarter or for the month or for the week, whatever it is that I'm planning. And then I'm able to measure the performance of those key, key things. So the way that I measure it is very, very simple. So when it comes, let's say, for example, I want to measure my effectiveness when it comes to my podcast. Well, the first measurement is, did I actually publish it or not? Was the mission complete or not, right? Did I record, write the blog and publish? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then boom, I know why I got the the result that I got. And if it's no, then I have that answer too. I know why I didn't get the result that I wanted to get. Another thing that I look at with the, the podcast is, How are the downloads? Is anybody actually listening, (laughs) right? Because I don't want to be recording these episodes and coming out here, 
you know, putting in all this time. It's a labor of love for real. And then nobody's actually eating it up. I'm not even talking to anybody. It's like the mic's not even on, right? So that's another metric that I use to measure if what we're doing is working or if it's not. And so it's different things like that. You got to know what your KPIs are in order to be able to create your future. So when it comes to to where you want to be in the next six months, I'm not even going to say year, in the next six months, what are some key indicators that will confirm to you that you are on track, right? How will you know that you're getting closer to your goal, to your six-month goal? Those are the key performance indicators you want to write down in your journal or in your a document. Like, like I said a couple episodes ago about my document about um, the brilliant ideas. You can make this stuff out of anything. You can use a page in your journal. You can use a Google Doc. You can use an Evernote note. It doesn't matter. But what matters is that you have access to this stuff. These are the tools that are going to help you to change your life. You've been doing the same thing that you've always done. And now you're wondering why your life looks the same way that it's always been. And so when you listen to shows like this and we we make suggestions and we say, hey, maybe try this thing, maybe try that thing, maybe read this book, maybe talk to that person, maybe listen to that, you know, whatever it is, it's better to try it than to just say, oh, I'm too busy. I'm not even going to bother or like, oh, yeah, that's a cool idea. And then you never actually get around to implementing it. Like, I don't want this to be that place for you. I don't want you to come here every week if you're not actually going to do anything with what we talk about. Like, I don't want you to reach out to me on Instagram and say, oh, that was such a great episode. And then not apply anything from what we talked about, because that would be a waste of your time. Right. And I don't want that for you. It's one thing to know where you're at and to say, okay, yeah, I have these big goals, but I'm not actually working on them. And, you know, that's where you're at and that's fine. But if you are someone who actually wants to, like, achieve your goals and blaze trails and step into purpose and all of that, then the things that we talk about here and even some books that you read and some some other podcasts that you listen to and some YouTube videos that you watch, all of it, all of it is valuable and helpful to you. But it won't be helpful if you don't do anything with it. Okay? Seriously, create a list of all of your key performance indicators. Everything that you need to achieve what you want to achieve in the next six months. Write those things down. And then create a plan to actually begin to work on them. So the the easiest way to create a plan would be to use a 90-day framework, which I have a full episode on. You just go to the show notes and you'll see the, the episode there. And also, if you want more help with this, you can jump on the wait list for the 90 Days One Goal program, which is opening up very, very soon. Okay, just in the next couple of weeks, the doors will be opening. So jump on the wait list. I have a few tools, tips, tricks, all that stuff for you. And I also have um, you'll also be the first to know when the doors open so that you can get in ASAP so you can get the support that you need to transform. All right. So the KPIs are very, very important. And then I also look at my time. So how am I managing my time now and what will I need to let go of in order to be effective in what I'm creating in my life? Because a lot of times we want to build our lives and do all these great things and achieve these really, really big goals and all that. But we don't make time to actually work on it. Right. We say things like, oh, I'm too tired. I just finished work. I don't have the energy. Or we say, 
I was busy all day. And now I just want to go relax. I just want to go watch some TV, binge watch my show on Netflix, all of that. And I don't want to make time for the thing that I say is important to me. And that is a form of cognitive dissonance. That is that is when we tell ourselves, you know, I'm committed to my dream. But in reality, we don't actually take the steps. We don't actually fit it into our calendar. And so for me, when I check my KPIs, I'm looking at, did I put in the necessary time that I said I was going to put in, right? If I tell myself I'm going to put in 30 minutes a day to work on one specific project, then that's what I'm going to do. No excuses. I'm going to put it in the calendar and that's going to be a part of my routine, period. And I have a full um, workshop about this time management stuff, actually. It's called um, Mastering Your 5% Activities. If you want to learn more about that, just send us an email and we can actually um, send you some details. But yeah, it's a really, really helpful uh, workshop that breaks down how you can manage your time more effectively so that you can stop struggling to find time to work on your goals. There's so many people, especially parents, who reach out to me and say, T, this is hard. It's hard to pursue my, my dreams and to raise a family. It's hard to take care of myself and to take care of these kids. And trust me, I understand. I really, really understand where you're coming from. And at the same time, I know that it takes personal responsibility for how you manage your time in order for things to change. And the last thing that I measure for performance is my project management. So I'm watching for things like, what are my priorities in this season? When are my deadlines? What can I delegate? What needs to be executed now? What's urgent? What needs my attention right now? And once I identify and understand those things, I'm able to better build the life that I desire. And I know it sounds like a lot of steps and a lot of different things, but none of this has to happen overnight. None of this needs to be done by tomorrow. But all of these are, are areas that you can get started on. All of these are things that you can begin to think about as you work towards building your dream life, because truly the best way to pre predict the future is to create it. And that's not to say that you can control every single outcome there is, but it does mean that for the things that you can control in your life, like how much money you save every month or how much time you put into working on your goals or how much projects you complete this year, like you have control over all of those things. You can determine how many albums you make, how many books you write, how many YouTube videos you publish, how many podcast episodes you put out. That's all on you. So when it comes to the things that you can control, do your best. Like, it's so simple, but it will change your life. Just do your best. Do your best. Be consistent. Be diligent. And you will see a big transformation in your life. If diligence is the only thing that you change this year, if you become a more diligent person, you will see the biggest transformation that you've ever seen in your life. That's a guarantee. And you can hit me up on Instagram and tell me all about it once you're done. But that's a wrap for this episode. I hope that it was helpful. I hope that you got some gems from it. Hit me up on the gram. Let me know what you thought, how we can improve this, you know, how we can talk about things that are more relevant to you, all that kind of stuff. 
And yeah, I love you when I mean it. And I know you might be thinking, how can you love me and you don't even know me? But the truth is, if we can hate people that we don't even know, if we can, you know, look at somebody and judge them and say, oh, create all of these ideas of what we think they're like, then of course I could choose to love you and not know you. You know, I can make the choice to care deeply about you without ever meeting you before in my life, right? So I love you and I mean it. And I hope that you have an awesome, awesome, awesome week. All right. Mwah. Chat soon.